Well, E3's done and over with, so let's talk about it. Um, I'm Abdullah, this is Ella Governor the Podcast, and with me as always is my co-host Tom. How you doing? Hot. Very hot. 94, no, 97 Fahrenheit. Oh my god, it's bacon. Yeah, it's the hottest day of the summer in the UK. <laughs> Hotter than some, the summer of 1975. If you don't know who that is, just search up in Google. You, yeah. Me one on fire. Me so on fire, feeling hot, <laughs> hot, hot. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I don't know that song in a while. Christ. I love that song. Anyway, um, E three. I know it's late, but again, we we're recording this at the end of the week, so well, mid mid week anyway. So I know it's old news, but there's fuck all else to talk about. But uh, yeah, uh, let's give our thoughts on it. Um, Where should we start? Um, overall. The show itself, overall, uh, pretty mediocre. Yeah, nothing, nothing really, nothing really amazed me. Nothing blew me away. Nothing made me want to go. I want to buy this. You know, um, I thought that Sony's press conference was mediocre. I thought Xbox's, the Microsoft stuff was horrendous. Ubisoft was once again doing damage control because they pretty much alienated their entire audience with their current ga- gaming catalog, and they're still continuing to do that. But now, now it's like, hey, it's okay, guys, because we we got Miyamoto, and it's all good, and and we're cool with Nintendo and all that shit. And uh, fuck off, just just fuck off. And w- uh, go ahead. I would say the one good thing that came out of Ubisoft's um, press conference was probably the. Well, if it ever does get made, is Beyond Good and Evil Two? If they actually actually get that off the ground, I am. I, I'm just like so fucking pissed off with that game because that develop. If you want to talk about games with long developmental histories, look up that game. That game, I think, I think has has a longer development cycle than Duke Nukem Forever. And... I think it probably does now. And, yeah. and Now you're thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because at least Duke Nukem Forever came out. Yeah, sure, it was a piece of shit, but it came out. You know, this this yeah. has been Beyond Good and Evil Two has been teased since what two thousand. 2005? Yeah, because what I mean, they had was it a teaser trailer a couple of years ago that actually had the original characters stuff that they've broken down in the desert and that didn't go anywhere. And now they released this new teaser trailer with all new characters, um, a slight tweak in the art style, but now they're saying it's a prequel to Beyond Good and Evil. So okay, and it, ma- and, it, and, it ma- and it makes no sense because if you played the first Beyond Good and Evil game, it's um, it's um. It's a weird game to explain, because, <laughs> uh... You, you go around as a reporter, and your partner is a talking pig. And he was awesome. And it sucks yes. that he's probably not going to be in this. I got this so I, I got so attached to Jade and, and that character, and it sucks that they're no longer going to be there. I love that teaser trailer with them in the desert. I'm like, yes, this is what I want. You know, a continuation of their story. But I'm never not going to get that because, you know, Ubisoft is like, yeah, no, no, we're just going to... When they say prequel, what they really mean is soft reboot. That's, yeah, what, that's, what, they, that's what they fucking mean. Otherwise, yeah. they wouldn't have changed the fucking style and, and, and just, like, changed the entire... Just, just the, the overall look of it. It just doesn't feel like a beyond... An, Beyond and good and uh, beyond and good and evil game it doesn't it yes. doesn't no I mean if it was a new IP um, okay I, I can see it but again the problem is is that the only design that didn't straight away was they had a pig character in it that looks very similar to you know so that what happens you know so yay I mean it's I, I'd rather play that than another fucking Assassin's Creed I'll tell you that right now because fuck that series. <laughs> That series, oh, yeah. that series needs to die a horrible, horrible death. Cause oh, origins, 
Oh god, yeah. Oh, the uh, most the most generic fucking title you could have given it. I've, oh. I don't know why this. I know I know a few people for years have been saying, "Oh, it'd be so cool if they set it set it in ancient Egypt." And I'm like, "Okay, that'd be all right." I would have loved to see a game focused in World War One, but nah, fuck that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. Mm. You know, I, I just that series has been that series just needs to die. That series has just gone on for way too fucking long. They spent so much money, and let's let's not forget this. They spent so much money on that fucking movie from last year, and that bombed horribly. That cost them. That must have like hurt them pretty badly. And now they're like, no, no, no. We got another Assassin's Creed game. Like, yeah, a lot. A lot of people said, "Oh, yeah, they're taking a year, at least a year, to develop this new one." I went, "Yeah, the reason why they're taking a year because they actually were focusing on the movie that was coming out. That's the reason why." I mean, so they even said they even said that it's like, "Hey, we're not going to do one in 2016 because we got a movie coming out." Yeah, and 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 again, funniest thing about that movie, it was supposed to set up a a, a series of movies, but it but it bombed, and and uh, yeah, it's not going to happen now. So oh, you know. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I thought that their conference was again another damage control conference. I mean, go for them for 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 um for being the first uh, third party developer to actually have a good relationship with Nintendo for once. Because yeah. I know, because one of the things that really bugs me the most about Nintendo, and I fucking hate when people apologize for this, but. Nintendo has a very bad habit when it comes to dealing with third parties, and and as a console manufacturer, you need third parties to keep you alive. Yeah, it, I mean, I, I speak to my mate about this all the time, and he says to me, um, "Well, Nintendo got so much money from from all the past generation of making the consoles and stuff like that, and making all the video games. They probably got like finances to keep them secure for 10 years and i'm like yeah that, that's all fine and dandy but how long is that those finances for 10 years are going to keep you secure long enough after failure after failure after failure and after non-innovation not the right direction and not understanding your audience or gaming audiences for that matter it's it, nintendo Nintendo, one of these people, they put one foot right, they, they take one step forward, but every time they take, every single time they take that one step forward, they end up taking two steps back at the same time. I know, and and they didn't learn from the from the Wii U, and the reason the Wii U failed so as much as it did is because again, it lacked third party support. Third party developers couldn't develop games for the thing because again, Nintendo was being difficult, and they wouldn't allow them to develop fucking games for the thing. So they said fuck it, and they cut all ties with them, and they just left it to stagnate for how many years? Got way too much. Yeah, they left, they left it to stagnate. And it doesn't help that this is my biggest fucking complaint about when it comes to Nintendo. They're so scared of, of making a property that isn't like Mario, Zelda, or Pokemon. Those are the three crutches that they constantly keep relying on to stay relevant. Yeah. And, and it's such a shame because look, as much as the Wii U isn't that great of a console, I will admit this. Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze was a fucking awesome game. Oh, that was a fun game. And the fact that Nintendo didn't promote that properly and give it the love it deserved and then blamed it on... And then and then said, oh, well, you know, we'd love to make another Donkey Kong game, but the last one didn't do so well. No, you want to know why the last one didn't do so well? Because you didn't fucking promote it well. You didn't market it well. You're just like, hey, here's another Donkey Kong game, but don't pay attention to that. 
here's another Mario Kart. We're going to spend more time promoting Mario Kart than we are going to be promoting Donkey Kong. And and it just ends up biting them in the ass. And, and it's frustrating. It really is because I don't want Nintendo to fail. I want Nintendo to to succeed. I want them to get better, but they just refuse to learn from their mistakes. Yeah. The, the thing with Nintendo is that I don't really mind if they ever be the top contenders again, but I always like Nintendo to be there because I always see them as that alternative source from Sony and Microsoft. Whatever you say about Sony and Microsoft, they have the differences, but the problem is with Sony and Microsoft is that they're in competition with each other constantly and they always do the same things as each other. Nintendo, on the other hand, is that company that you can go to and they might do an alternative or do something that they and both of those probably are not going to do. So this is why I want to see him do well, you know? Yeah, I want an, I mean, I want an alternative because, look, I love franchises like Star Fox, and it pisses me off that Star Fox Zero was such a piece of shit because I had high hopes for that game because it was the first Star Fox game we've had in years, and they just did not care about it. They focus way on way too much on trying to integrate the um, motion the, controls into the yeah motion motion control and the pad. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm like, you don't need gimmicks. That's the thing. It's like the reason why Microsoft and Sony do so well is because they don't rely too much on gimmicks. Sure, they they have. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay, we'll we'll get to that later, but like. <laughs> But they don't. Re- when it comes to like the core gameplay franchise that everyone like plays, those franchises don't focus on gimmicks. They focus yeah. on gameplay. You know the reason people love the Uncharted series so much, and the reason why I love that series as well is because it it you get what you pay for. You know they 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 never came out of an Uncharted game and said, okay, we're gonna do something completely different, and we're gonna have like motion controls, and and you'll be able to do this and that with with Nathan Drake, and you wouldn't be doing this before in the previous games. None of that. It's just it was just another Uncharted game. That's what I loved about Uncharted Four is because it was more of the same of what I loved in the previous games. It it wasn't the best Uncharted game. That still is the second game. The second game is still the best uh, in the series, but. You know, it is what what I wanted from the series. But with Nintendo, they've gone so far past recognizable that they've just been focusing way too much on on gimmicks that they've just become unrecognizable to me. The thing is, with, with Nintendo as well, when you look at their innovation, when they want the full gimmick and motion controls or gamepads or whatever you want to call it, they never really do it that much with... Mario per se, or Zelda for that matter, and that's like, okay, you're so on board and like giving these gimmicks, doing these new things, but you don't try to implement them within your main core properties that makes you money. Is that because you are worried that if you do put these gimmicks that you want to shut down everyone's throats over time and time again, that you don't want to AA the people that come to your main market? I oh, know. Lose I money, mean, lose money. Yeah. That's my opinion on it. And it's just, it's so frustrating because look, I don't want to hate Nintendo. I do, I mean, I wish I could, you know, be excited for what they're showing at E3, but my problem with their presentation, it was more of the same. 
I want to be... Look, I love Metroid Prime. I think it's a fantastic series. It's a great trilogy of games. But I need to be more hyped. You need to give me more than a logo, okay? I'm sorry. You need more than a fucking logo to get me hyped. Yeah. And it literally, like, people said, oh, wait, Nintendo win. Why? Because, oh, they announced Metroid 4. Any gameplay? No. I don't wait. They could have done something more. Maybe if, even if it's not in-game footage, maybe they could show like I don't know. Maybe you see, you you hear the music sort of thing, and then you see like you hear footsteps, and then you basically see um, Samus come out from the dark, and then you see the logo or something like that. I'll be like, okay, you show something at least. Maybe show off like the new design for Samus suit. That's it, you know. Show something, just not just a logo. And what's know? and what's even more asinine is like when when the press conference was done, they announced a Metroid Prime game for the 3DS, but they didn't announce it on the fucking show. <laughs> you know. And that game actually does look all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually considering buying a 3DS because of this to play this because I'm like I wanted I wanted a 2D Metroid for how many years now, but we didn't get it because you you guys are just so ah. <laughs> It's frustrating. It's, it really is. Yeah. It's like at the same time, it's like, this other thing Nintendo does. It's like, okay, you're giving us what we kind of want, but at the same time, it's like, um, you're not, you're not at the same time. It really is frustrating in that sense. Because, because the problem is like, yeah, this game looks really cool, but it's on the 3DS and it's like, why is the 3DS getting new games when you just launched a new console? Shouldn't the new console be the selling point at this point? Yeah, and also the thing is with the Switch coming out, it sort of makes the handheld console uh, obsolete. <laughs> yeah, obsolete. Yeah, they really does make it obsolete. It's like okay, you really have to make it obsolete. Why on earth are you trying to promote this more? And it's like okay, we're promoting this more because we want to have this. And I'm like okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, again, it's like, was it, again, that's a good point. It's like, isn't the Switch the whole point of the Switch is, you know, to, to, to blend a console with the handheld and create like some sort of Frankenstein monster hybrid of it? Yeah. Again, that's a very good, innovative idea. Basically, you basically limit, basically you merge the two markets together. And that was the whole point of this thing. And they were like, okay, no, here's more games of 3DS. And I think that's because... They're still pushing game with the 3DS because they are not sure. It, I'm not saying they have no faith in the Switch. I'm saying that they're not 100% on board with it yet on like replacing it with the 3DS yet because they're not sure about if it's going to make, if it's going to overtake those sales. Because if they get rid of the 3DS and if all their focus on the Switch and the Switch doesn't do as well they want it to or make up the margins that they should get to, then they're fucked. Yeah, and especially considering the 3DS's library is just beyond huge at this point, and to to cut it off right now would just alienate their hardcore fan base. Yeah, it would probably be a better business decision to keep it to keep it alive for the time being. Yeah, I mean it's a better business practice at the moment. It's um, hopefully they can go the right way with it at the moment. I think they just need that reassurance that. It can it be viable for everyone to buy because like yes the it has done well in the market in the sense that it sold it sold more than than the Wii U at the moment but 
it hasn't reassured them that much if they should still go forward with that, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and, and another thing that, um, that, that needs to be addressed is the fact that they rely too much on Mario. They really do. And yeah. it's starting to get really annoying now because I'm getting so tired of a fucking Mario game every single year. We shouldn't get a Mario game every single year. Mario, again, Mario, I understand this. It's their, it's their Girl 2 franchise. They're going to keep milking it till the day they die. Okay, that, that's fine. But, you know, you don't need one every, every year. You really don't. Uh, no, you honestly, you don't. But I think at the same time, it's like, okay, I can get why they go to Mario and there's a Mario game each year. I, I understand it. I think what they've done with, with Mario now, I think they listen, because let's be honest, um, the last few years, believe it or not, Mario, every single Mario game out that came out the last few years or the last five years or whatever, rinse and repeat its own formula with its game pattern in the sense that it took access from like the first what Mario Brothers 1, 2, 3 and World. And everyone got just got sick and tired of that. The people will say, we want to see something new. We want something new. And then they've come up with Odyssey. And I think Odyssey is going to be that game. We're like, okay, here's something new. Here's a new element. Here's throw your hat, turn into the bad guy. There you go. And stuff like on top of that as well. They're showing new stuff they haven't done in Mario before. Like, for instance, um, they got a whole big, like, city based on New York, and they got, like, a ice desert and stuff like that. It, they are being innovating in that game where they're doing new stuff. If, if it works, it works. I, I don't mind the innovation in it. I mean, I'll be oh. honest. I'll, I'll say this right now. Super Mario Galaxy was a step in the right direction for them. Yeah. But the problem is they were just too scared of taking the franchise in, in more innovative directions, like you said. Yeah. And they just kept rinsing and repeating the formula for for a good couple of dec for a for a good decade now until recently with Odyssey, when they finally got off got out of their comfort zone and said, you know what, let's do another new idea with the Mario property. Yeah. And I'll say this right now. Mario Odyssey, I'd rather play that and play Sonic Forces you know? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, the thing I love about Odyssey, what I saw, I like the whole ability that you throw your hat, you basically possess that bad guy. I like that the fact there's a city level. I like the fact there's a frozen desert. I like there's, was it, like a weird planet made out of cakes and sweets and stuff like that. You, you know, I, I like that aspect of it. I, I like that we're finally going to get some new level. They, they even got, like, was it a tropical rainforest sort of thing? And I'm just like, okay, this is what I want from a Mario game. I want new facetic. I want new areas. I want new bad guys. They even showed off a couple of the new bad guys as well. They, they even was it showed off some new bosses as well, which are very creative actually. And you know, it is a step in the right direction because, like, we for the last decade, like you said, we have had rinse and repeat of stuff from previous Mario games. And like, I think the most innovative Mario being with with this game was it like you had a new power up which you turn into a cat and that's it. Yeah, that was it, and it's like, wow, that's a big far cry from the galaxies exploring in, in Mario Galaxy, you know? Yeah, I, I know a lot of people who actually said, oh, why, why are we not going to get Galaxy 3? I'm just like, you know what, after Galaxy 1-2, they, they ran their course. You can't go any further than that. If you do go further with, with the Galaxy idea, 
you're just going to be beating a dead horse and just trying to get. I think, yeah. The, I mean, I love Galaxy One, but Galaxy Two was just you know more of the same, and I didn't want that. I wanted them to innovate. I didn't want you know them just to stagnate with the same shit again. You know. Yeah. And Basically, that's and that's and that's the problem with Mario. It's like they're so scared of going out of their comfort zone, and when they yeah. do, it's rare. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's like with Sonic Forces. Everything you see from that game, and they showed off in E3 as well. Oh God! It's it's like okay, you're doing everything that you think we want. Why Sonic Mania is doing everything that we do want. This this a lot of people moan come moan at me and say, okay, why are you why are you like this, Mario, and why are you like this with with Sonic? And I'm like, well, this is the thing, Mario. At the moment, the current state Mario is at the time of recording. We want innovation. We want new stuff from it. Sonic, on the other hand, we don't really want much of new stuff. We want them to go back to basics and actually find something that fucking works. And and, I mean, that's that's the thing. That that's the thing people need to understand. It's like while Mario has been staying stagnant for the past couple of decades, the Sonic franchise has been doing the opposite. Sega has been throwing shit at the wall and hoping something sticks, but it never fucking does, and it just ends up alienating people even further, and it just ends up making the franchise even dumber than it than it already is. Yep. And it's such a shame because, like I said before, I like the Sonic Boom cartoon. It's a shame that show is ending after a second season, but, you oh know. Oh my god. <sighs> I love I uh, I love the most recent episode of that because I like, Sonic got got done for a speeding ticket and he basically say yeah the um, medical experts are not accepting a medical condition gotta go fast anymore. Yep. I love like, <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and and it's such a shame because I I was encouraged you know I, I was like okay you know. Let's be honest. Let's call Sonic Boom what, what what it originally was. It was a soft reboot of the series, and I was behind it. I was like, you know what? This series has been stagnating for a couple of years now. Maybe it does need a reboot, but it then Sega just dropped the fucking ball with Sonic Boom, and it's just, it's so sad. It really is. Yeah. But yeah, we we, we spoke about this hundreds and hundreds of times with with what happened with Big Red Button. If you don't. God. I think we shouldn't go into it. I won't be here all day. But if you want to have a look, go on Sonic Cult or Sonic Retro. There's documents, tons and tons of there about how Sega screwed over Big Red Button and lying to him about about what what was the Wii U was capable of and all this sort of stuff. But yeah, go and read those stuff and you can find out for yourself. But, oh, you mean trying to make get them to make a game for the CryEngine three and the Wii U couldn't handle that that engine? Yeah, being told, yeah, it can't handle the engine. Uh oh. <laughs> yep. And then someone from the development team admitted that they left the, the that they left the that they left the development midway through development. Yep, half the team. Yep. Just let us sink in. Half the development team beat left big red button to work on other stuff somewhere for another company because of the the politics and shit they had to deal with with with, with Sega and Nintendo. And them having a strict time limit, and then them being told about, oh yeah, this is not going to work, and they they didn't get a dev kit until after they made the first demo in the um, Cryo Three, was it Cryo Three or Four engine or whatever uh, it was? Uh, cry, uh, far, uh, cry, cryo Three engine. Yeah, 
so yeah, just just let that all sink in. But um, yeah, um, I, I yeah, E three, Nintendo, they were okay. Yeah, I don't understand why people are hyping them up. I mean, sure. <sighs> This is my problem. The thing that Mike's, that bugs me the most about Nintendo, more so than the company itself, is the people who constantly keep apologizing for their mistakes. Like, no, 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 yeah. guys, the, the Wii was totally a decent console. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But, uh... Speaking of terrible gimmicks... <laughs> oh, dear. Um... Sony, Sony, Sony. What the fuck are you doing? I think they don't know what they're doing. Um, I, I, I say this about Sony. They didn't have a bad press conference. I cannot say that. With, I, they did not have a press conference. They, did, they didn't have a bad one. They did everything right apart from the VR stuff. But the problem was, last year they showed off way too much. Yeah, most of the stuff they showed this year already shown. They showed it last year. <laughs> You know, that that God of War reveal would have been really cool this year, but you showed that last year, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 will, I will admit, it's like, okay, you showed off the, the what was it, you showed off the TV, what was it, you showed off a playable demo last year, and this year, you're like, okay, um, here it is again, but this time, um, we're going to show off another trailer, some more gameplay, I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then everything you just showed off, it's just like, okay, I've seen this, I've seen this, I've seen this, I've seen this. Okay, you're going to show anything new? No. Okay. I think the only thing that they showed new was the Spider-Man game. They actually showed gameplay of that. That looks good. I, I love the physics in that game. That physics looks so good. Yeah. <laughs> I watched... I watched an interview with uh, Insomniac where they talk about that, and they said it said everything we learned from Ratchet and Clank with its physics and how it looks and how it plays. We implement that in the new in our new Spider-Man game, and we feel like we've got the best balance of Spider-Man in, in a game so far. Yeah, and, and, and Lord knows they need a good game right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say this with, with their game. I think if this this is just me. Probably hype, probably hype this a little bit more than it should be, but I think it's going to be the equivalent of how if it does well. I think it's this is going to be the equivalent of what Batman in video games with Arkham Asylum did for um, Spider-Man. In that sense, I'm getting that vibe. Yeah, I mean, Lord knows they've been trying to do that for the past couple of years now with Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, the thing is, there've been so many Spider-Man games over the years, and it's like okay. Spider-Man 2, fantastic game. Got the be- one of the best web-swimming mechanics in that game. And the only reason why that game has good web-swimming in it is because the guy who worked on the web-swinging on it, he spent every single night during the development of that game, and he basically slept at the office to work on, to work on that web-swing to, to perfect it. Yeah, and, and I still think to this day, it's still, at the time of this recording anyway, is the best Spider-Man um web swinging and, and video games yeah. ever. I mean, the rest yeah. of the game is shit, but like, you know, web swinging was really great in that. Yeah. It was a good game. <laughs> but, 
But then we just get, kept getting a lot of, like, spin-off titles. It's like, oh, you know, Spider-Man, Edge of Tomorrow, Spider-Man, fucking... Friend and Foe. Friend and Foe, Shattered Dimensions. No, I mean, it's like, Shattered Dimensions and, was it, um, Shattered Dimensions, or whatever it's called, though had good elements in it, and they weren't, like, bad games. They were enjoyable. Oh, oh, Edge of, Edge of Time was fucking atrocious because it's like, hey, let's 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 take Spider Man, a character who is known in for his web swinging, and put him in a linear environment <laughs> where oh, you can't web yeah. swing. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> I did notice. Yeah, I was wondering about that myself. But I thought there's been some reasonable good stuff and some stuff in other games. But I think this game probably going to nail nail it with his web swing i think the gameplay looks fantastic i think the graphic look really good i think the combat looks really good as well and i like the fact that we're getting a new villain in the game mr negative i think that's good as well because i i mean i, I like that they're using newer villains like yeah sure kingpin was in the trailer as well where he appeared on an iphone I like the fact that we're getting newer villains. I, I, I'm curious to see which classic villains we're going to get compared to new villains in this game. Because Insomniac, one of these developers that always like to throw a curveball in their games with, with their villains. You know? Hmm. Who you like to see? I don't know. <laughs> I would like to see Mysterio again, though. Oh, we yeah. Mysterio, oh, yeah, Mysterio is such a great character. He needs more love. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you know what would be amazing, though? Um, for those that don't know, when they were making Spider-Man 4, they originally were going to cast um, Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> How cool would it be if they could get Bruce Campbell to voice Mysterio in this game? I think the last time we saw Mysterio was he was the main antagonist in Shattered Dimensions, and that was it. Yeah, but again, that was like, meh. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do much. <laughs> uh, but it'd be cool to see Mysterio. I think Mysterio would be good. I think um, Vulture would be another good one. Um, well, I mean, they have to put the Vulture in there because he's in that fucking movie. Yeah. Vulture, I think, is going to be an obvious one. Um, Kingpin's obviously is in the game. I think he's going to be a boss as well. So, um, I'm just trying to think of the good Spider-Man villains, actually, in the game. I'd love to see a rhino boss fight that was creative for once. Oh, you mean um, not? Okay, let him run. You jump over him, let him run into something, and then well. Yeah, that was that was my biggest problem with Arkham City. Uh, no, not Arkham City. Arkham, Arkham, Arkham Asylum, where you fought Bane for the first time. It's like, okay, cool. What do I do? Oh, let him run at me and hit a wall, and then, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you say. Um. Scorpion? Yeah, I love I love Scorpion. Scorpion's a very underrated character. I want to see I want to see more of him. Yeah, I mean, it, I guarantee the Tinker is going to appear in it because he's in the film. Well, so yeah. I guarantee we're going to see the Tinker. Yeah, probably in like a minor role. Hmm. Trying to think of a good Spider-Man villain. Can't really think of any any really decent Spider-Man villains that we haven't seen before. Yeah, that's actually kind of hard. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I would I would actually like to see like to see Shriek. Shriek was a really cool villain. She didn't get much love outside of the symbiote stories. Love to see her. 
that that uh, and I'm really like digging up the obscure Spider-Man villains now <laughs> when I'm mentioning Shriek. Yeah, that'd be like one of the thing ever. It's like, oh, if you're gonna have Shriek, you know they're gonna either gonna put Carnage or um, Venom in it. Then that's the only way you can explain Shriek. No, but I mean, she was a villain before that. I mean, she was a, she was a D-list villain before that, but sadly, she's more much more known for Maximum Carnage than anything else. So, yeah, that's true. But no, I'm hyped for this. This looks great. I just wish yeah. that they gave us a release date. I just yeah. wish they gave us a legit release date for this game. But to be fair, you want to go really, really skewed. You could put like Boomerang or the Beetle in it. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do you mean Ultimate Spider-Man, that video game where he just shows yeah. up for no fucking reason? <laughs> yeah. He does that a lot in video games, I think about it. He turned up in Ultimate Spider-Man. Also, he turned up in, what is it, Spider-Man 2, Enter Electro on the PlayStation 1. You don't even fight him. He only appears in a cutscene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Spider-Man game with PS1. That was a good game. That was a, that was a good game. The first one was pretty solid, and the second one, it's like, okay, it's pretty much the exact same thing, but you kind of use up all your A-list villains in the first game. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, they used all of them. Yeah, I know! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God, I, I just... Yeah. God, that was a great game. That was a great game, now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah. Memories! <laughs> Anyway, um, but let, let's just get just just get this out the way now. Um, Sony, what the fuck are you doing when it comes to VR? Why are you still oh. pushing this? Who is this for? <laughs> Why? Oh, I, it's it's annoying when you look go online and you look at the Sony VR and um, it literally is what's is it? It's what is it? It's more. It costs more to buy a PlayStation VR than it is to buy a console. I know. It's like who who wants to spend money on this? Who wants to spend like five hundred bucks to play VR? You know, and it's not like the VR titles. And all the VR titles are like fucking like generic spin off titles or fucking what was it? What I, Batman V? Yeah, Batman, Batman VR, Star Trek VR, Harry, Harry Potter VR. It's like come on. Ping pong VR. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and what 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 is it? They were, oh god, I'm trying to remember. They yeah, to give you an idea, right? Buy a Sony PlayStation Four terabyte, right? That will cost you here in the UK if you buy from Amazon two hundred and sixty nine pounds, right? To buy a Sony PR brand new, um, it's going to cost you three hundred and twenty one pounds. Oh Jesus! Yeah. More than a console. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, who who has that money? Seriously, if you do, give it to me. But still, who has that money? <laughs> like, it's just... I don't know. I don't understand why they're focusing so much on this. Because I don't, I, I don't see a lot of people talking positively about VR. I don't understand why it's being touted as the future when it isn't. It's just another gimmick that we don't need... That gamers don't want, and it's just taking up shelf space. It's like the PlayStation Move all over again. Yeah, pretty like much. Where where Sony gets the bright idea that they're like, hey, other company is doing a great gimmick. Let's copy them. Yeah, like, like like to the party. 
well, not late to the party because the Oculus Rift didn't come out until like what, twenty fifteen, I would say. So, Give or take, yeah. So a good couple of years for so you know a year later. So I mean, not late to the party, but still, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, Sony, you never learn. You never learn. Yeah. And uh, if that wasn't bad enough, well, let's talk about the big controversy with Sony. Well, I mean, we talked about this in the previous episode. Uh, the reason we're not covering the um, the uh, Xbox conferences, we covered that. We covered that in the last episode. So, if you want our thoughts on that, go listen to that because I'm not going to repeat myself. No, the sum it up: sports car. That's it. <laughs> sports car and Terry Crews. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need to know. Anyway, let's talk about the big controversy. So apparently, uh, Microsoft announced that they were going to be doing uh, what was a crossplay between between the Wii, the the Switch, and the uh, PC and the Xbone. And apparently, Sony came out and said, "Yeah, we're not going to be doing that." Right. I'm going to say this right now before everyone everyone moaned at Sony about this. Microsoft did this a few years ago. Did the exact same thing. I know. <laughs> which everyone soon forgot about. I, I want to point out GTA 5. Rockstar wanted that across multiple platforms. PC, PlayStation, PlayStation 3, Xbox, Xbox One. They wanted it all. What one person stopped them from doing it was Microsoft. So, Sony's done it now. Everyone's given them shit about it. They've done this twice now. And it's like, well... Let's be fair. If I was Sony and Microsoft did that to me, I'd be pissed. So why should I return the favor to them? And considering as well with Minecraft as well, it's a Microsoft-based game. Why the fuck would you give them money? Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't understand that. I don't understand the, the 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 mindset of why everyone's losing their shit over this. I don't. I really don't. And no. and why and why should. And why should Sony um, give give uh, X, you know give give uh, Microsoft the benefit of the doubt when they're a failing competitor? Like, because Microsoft sure as shit didn't help Sony out when the PlayStation Three wasn't doing well. Yeah, <laughs> you know, a lot of people seem to forget that the PlayStation Three in the early days was was, was bombing. Yep, bombing big time. It wasn't until what twenty ten did they finally you know win back the audience? Yeah. Because couple we get because for for a good three three or four years straight when it first came out it didn't do well and they AA their audiences and Microsoft did the exact same thing recently and now they're basically taking a whole new approach on it and now Sony doesn't want to play ball with them it it at the end of the day it is a pissing it is a pissing comp, a pissing bitch fit between the two companies I know and it's like matter. I don't understand why people are so pissed off with this like yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, sure. Crossplay between various consoles and PC would be great, but the problem is these these people don't want to do it, so, you know... You can't force them. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. I mean, it would be great, but it sucks because, again, they're competitors. At the end of the day, they're going to compete. Compete with one another. I mean, sure, Nintendo was probably going to need this more than anyone else because you know they got a new console and they need to need to get more people interested in buying minecraft for that for the for the switch but sony and and microsoft yeah you know sony doesn't need that 
They really don't. Well, I mean, unless, unless I checked, Rocket League is really popular and had, like, what? A shit ton of people playing that on, on PS4, so it's not like they're going to lose anyone. No, not at all. I think what's happened is pretty much they um, they just don't want to be in, in cahoots with Microsoft in any way or any measure, and that that's not... That's not Sony being bitter or being rude about it. I think that's just a business practice that they don't want to get in bed with Microsoft over this whole cross thing. And the thing is that, the thing is, when it comes to Minecraft, it's a sense that it's owned by Microsoft. Yeah. If it wasn't owned by Microsoft, you more than likely would see it. Yeah, that's why, that's why they didn't, um, they did. They didn't. They they couldn't. Um, they couldn't go in with it because it's like not sold sold the rights to, to to Minecraft to Microsoft, and they own that. So and that's why. And yeah. that's why you very rarely see Sony promoting Minecraft on 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 their site. Very yeah. rarely. Yeah, and the second thing of it as well is that people also said, "Well, they did this to Rocket League." I'm like, "Well, the difference with Rocket League is that Rocket League." is popular <laughs> you know it's not gonna lose much you know yeah you know i can't understand why they did it with with rocket league they didn't do the cross promotion with rocket league i don't know why i maybe because rocket league basically promoting themselves on the nintendo e3 conference you know something like that might be that who knows i think I think, I think the reason why is because they didn't again i'm not defending sony they are just as scummy as Microsoft because, you know, they'll only promote shit if you're in bed with them. And I guess that's why they, they didn't do do it with Rocket League because they, they didn't secure a deal with them 100%. So maybe, yeah. maybe that's a, maybe that's the thing, you know? And I wouldn't be surprised if they were eyeing them to, to secure the rights to have it be like an exclusive, they you know, an exclusive deal similar to what, to what Microsoft has with Minecraft. Where you can have it on other consoles and platforms, but they would get all the exclusive exclusive uh, pay and and uh, and reap the benefits. Yeah. Me, the cross promotion thing. If you want it with Sony and Microsoft, I'm just going to say this now: it's never going to happen. It's never, never going to happen. The only way it ever is going to happen if both companies on the same page. They agree with the same terms and conditions, and they're both extremely desperate for 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 money. And Sony it's not isn't. Happen. Sony isn't right now. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, Sony in their game division, they're making money in their game division. Every other division of Sony is bombing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but we would, we've already spoken about that in a previous podcast. We're not going to go into it again. But they've made they've they made their money. They, they made the money in the game division. They are happy where they are in the game division. They're making money. They don't need to make a risk, and they don't need to get in a bed with people at this current time at the moment. Yep. That's why. So it sucks, but it's, it is what it is. And, and again, like, you got to understand with... Like I said, I would love cross-play, cross, cross but at the same time, it's like... Not everyone is going to buy, you know, these consoles. Not everyone's going to afford a gaming PC. So if I want to play with someone, it has to be on the same console. 
I mean, that's always that's always going to be the thing. And it sucks, but it is what it is. Like, I can't... I would love to, to, to play a game and say, oh, and, and go up to people and say, oh, do you have this game? Oh, cool. We can play on what whatever whatever we want. And we would still, you know, play on some, you know, one shirt server. But that's not going to happen, especially between Microsoft and Sony when there have been... They've been rivals ever ever since, you know, the original Xbox and PlayStation 2. So, you know, this is never going to happen. Yep. So, you got to take it with a grain of salt. I'm sorry, but you have to. <laughs> and with that, we're done with E3. Overall, mediocre show. Not much, to, not much really to, to, you know, get excited about, but... You know, it, it served its purpose, I would say. Oh yeah, definitely for sure. And and we all know that nowadays, most most video game announcements come from you know the developers themselves, and very rarely at these shows anyway. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, these shows have just become like extras. They're like, oh, you know, they they make, they become the proof the proven concept show is what I like to call them now. Where it's like, yeah, yeah we're doing this. We're totally doing this, guys. We're doing this because we, we want to keep our shareholders and um, stockbrokers and our investors happy and, and the press. And another thing people need to understand, it's not a, it's not a gaming convention. It's it's a press junket, so... Oh, yeah, it is, totally. So, <laughs> so it's not going to be like... That's why the, the shows are presented the way they are, because, you know, it's a press junket. They're supposed to sell this to the press. Yeah. And investors. They're not meant to sell this to gamers. Yep. I mean, if you want that shit, go to go to a convention. They'll sell you. They'll sell you shit there. But yeah. Anyway, speaking of um, games. Okay. He's back. <laughs> He's back, you guys. New Bubsy game. It's coming out. Uh... <laughs> it's real, you guys. Why? Oh my god! I, the only good thing that's come out of this. Have you seen the Twitter conversation between the Bubsy Twitter, the Sonic Twitter, and the Mega Man Twitter? Yep, that was amazing. For those who haven't seen it, you can look it up. But sum it up here quickly. Basically, Sonic message uh, was it? Was Please. it Sonic message? tweets the Bubsy thing. The Bubsy thing tweets back at Sonic, and in the Mega Man, whoever on the Mega Man. Twitter basically tweets them and went, oh, Sonic, is everything all right over here? But that Bubsy fellow sounds like a maverick. I have to get to, I've got to get in contact with X, but I'll get back to you on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, that is amazing. That's what I love about, like, I'm not a fan of Twitter. I think it's a garbage website, but I am loving the fact that whoever's running these social media accounts are getting, like, more, <laughs> more uh, involved with each other instead of just posting promotional crap. Yeah, the thing, the thing that I've, I've always lo- loved the Sonic Hedgehog Twitter. If you have never followed Sonic on social media, the Sonic Hedgehog social media pages, you should. Even if you don't like Sonic, they are some of the funniest shit ever. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Bubsy, um, who dig up to, who, who's making this game actually? Who's making it? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> We're talking about Bubsy, we don't know the fucking magic. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna look this up right now, cause, you know, fucking 
Uh. Yeah, for those wondering, Bubsy Black Black Forest Games, a company in Germany. <laughs> Germany. So, a game company in Germany picked up a rights to one of the critically most failing game franchises of all time and made one of the worst leaps in the 3D ever. And they remake, they remastering from the ground up the original Bubs, the first two Bubsy games. Why? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Published by Tomomo. What do they publish? Mm. Publish shit I've never heard of. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wait a minute, Bubsy Twofer? What? There was a... Wait, what? <laughs> there was a Bubsy game again? Okay. Right? They, they, what? Oh, who knows? Who fucking knows? But apparently this is the first time, this is the first new Bubsy game in 21 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's surreal. <laughs> I, I I have no words. It's it's. Wait a minute. Wait a fucking minute. It's what? it's. It's being developed by Black Forest Games. Yeah. And they're reviving the Gina Sisters. And if you don't know um... what the Gina Sisters are, it's the sh most shameless fucking Mario copy ever. Oh, there's a great video on that. Um, I recommend going and watch um, Guru Larry's um, video on it. He does a fantastic video explaining who they are and where the, the game came from. So they're making... This, this must be a money laundering scheme. This must be a money laundering scheme. <laughs> Bubsy and the Gina sisters. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm not making this up. I'm looking this up on Wikipedia, and it's like, yeah, they're making, they're making a, a, a Gina Sisters game. Oh, they did. <laughs> yeah, it came out. Oh yeah, Guru Larry talked about this where they yeah, did. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, with the Kickstarter and oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. I just, what the fuck. <laughs> What the fuck is this? What, what what is life? You know what is what is reality? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it is literally one of these things that we don't know why it's getting made. It's just getting made. It's Bubsy. He's back. He has an annoying voice. And you know you know what would be extreme funny if you beat the first two games, you unlock the remaster of Bubsy 3D as a joke. Oh God, that'd be amazing. And and the game itself looks horrifically mediocre. <laughs> yeah, just like the actual games. <laughs> oh God! And if that wasn't bad enough, get this: someone out there made a Shaq Fu Kickstarter, and it oh, made God, this is yeah, and it made its money back. And it's coming out on the Switch. 
and it looks horrible. And keep in mind that Kickstarter happened, was it about four or five years ago? Yep. And it's only just coming out now? Yep. Well done. <laughs> yep, Shaq Fu, the return. <laughs> oh, God, Shaq Fu. One of the worst fucking games of all time. A game so bad that there's an entire website dedicated to finding every last copy of this game and destroying it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a real thing. Look it up. Ugh. They raised $473,884 million for this. Yeah. Let that sink in. It's taken them four to five years to get it out. Yeah, it was funded in 2014, so... Yeah. Three years. <clears throat> yeah. I'm actually looking at the Junior Sister game, actually, on um, on Steam. It actually looks kind of good. <laughs> I mean, it's a beat-em-up, so, you know, might, yeah. might, might be decent, but, you know. Still, someone out there was like, yeah, you know, we need... This is a problem with with the most people nowadays. It's like the 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 hipster ironic bullshit where it's like, you know what? I know we're just going to fund the worst shit we can and it's going to be funny, right? No, it's not. It's it's no. it's just oh. <laughs> Here you go. What is it? It's your pile shit. Yeah, but, it's like But this is a video game. Exactly. I mean, it's it's weird that they even that they even funded the shit to begin with, because Shaquille O'Neal's a fucking millionaire, he could have funded this shit on his, on his own. But whatever. Is Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> funding a game, but he's still getting paid for being in the game. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a no logic. It's, it's literally like um, anyone can work this out. Do you let a bunch of people, bunch of people pay for the game to get made, and then you just sell your likeness to the people? Well, that is you true. Know, but then again, I, but then again, I'm thinking of Shaq, and Shaq is a kind of a kind of an out there guy, to be quite honest. <laughs> well, again, Shaq, I think he, he knows about the game, and he knows I mean, he knows the cult following behind it. He's not stupid. He knows he's. he's I mean, I, I, I've, I've listened. I've, I've, I've listened to some to his podcast. He seems like a nice dude. A very, yeah. you know, he's he's well aware that he's an internet meme. He's not an idiot, you know. <laughs> yeah. Again, maybe he just wants to do it for the lols. Who knows? <laughs> you, 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 you know, he'd probably be like, "Well, they're making a video game on me." after 20 years ago but you know it's cool I mean well what else are you going to do now that you're retired so you know <laughs> well you could just say this is just like him earning his pocket money now well yeah you know <laughs> it just, it's just like well I need some pocket money to last me for, for the next two years okay let's just just put my face my promotion my image all in this game okay that's all good then again Shaq Soda was a thing so keep yeah. that in mind. <laughs> yeah, Shaq was also McDonald adverts as well. I still love the the, the Michael Jordan <laughs> PSA from McDonald's. Yeah, that was good. Stop it. Get some help. Just stop <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. God. It's all good. Don't don't worry. It's all good. It's all good. 
Oh, man. But yeah, Bubsy and Shaq Fu, those are coming out. And they're coming out soon. So, you know, you know, if you own a PC and, you know, or a PS4 and, you know, you want to see, you want to see what all the hype is about, then pick these up, I guess. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Depends on how much this goes for. I mean, if it goes for more than 15 bucks, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna waste my time if it's over fifteen bucks. That's that's way too much for a fucking Bobsy game. Oh, who knows? Who knows? And who fucking cares? It's a Bobsy game. I know, I know. Anyway, I want to end this podcast up on up on a good note. So let's talk about Ducktales again. Because I'll keep talking about this fucking show until that. Until it airs. <laughs> yeah. Long story short, they showed off the TV intro for the show, and my God, it looks beautiful. We see, we see, we see Uncle Scrooge, we see Huey Dewey Louie, we see Webby Girl, we see Donald Duck, we see, we, we, we see all the bad guys. It looks good. It looks astonishing good. And it, it just looks beautiful. Hands down. Just looks really good. And I will say this. What I love the most is, like, I was I was kind of worried with some of the character designs, but then I realized, oh, shit. I know why they did this, So just so they could make every character stand out. Yeah. And they actually understand what fucking shape theory is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Every single character, if you watch the intro, has a uniqueness to their shape. And their design, they all stand out, which I love. I think that looks beautiful that they've done, they've gone away, they've done that, you know? I think, I, 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 I just think that's really, really good. I think that was a well-choice decision. And they all have their own color schemes and stuff like that. And the trailer, the thing I love about the intro the most, it homages the comics. Yeah, I know. As well. Actually, yeah. Because I looked this up and I'm like, wow, they actually homaged uh, the comics really well. And I'm like, yeah. So it's going to be more faithful to the comics this time around than the actual you know, TV adaptation. Yeah. And it, I've, I've got a feeling there are going to be a lot of in-references to this show, you know, with, with like, you know, tongue-in-cheek sort of thing and homaging and, like, references to other stuff. So pretty much it's going to be its own thing, but it's not going to forget what came before it, Pete's sake. Again, Uncle Scrooge is voiced by David Tennant. You don't know David Tennant. He's played the Doctor in Doctor Who. And they had a joke with him in one of the TV shorts they released on YouTube. And pretty much him, um, was it, who do you, I can't remember who's who, but um, was mucking around with a time clock. And every time I keep changing it, Uncle Scrooge keeps changing in different costumes in different time periods. Which is a, which is, which isn't even an homage to, 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 which is an homage to classic humor, modern humor. Yeah, exactly. And I just think that was really, really cool. And 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 you know, I. What do you think of the designs of all the bad guys they showed off? I love the fact. I want to say this right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you for giving the each Beagle Boy their own unique design. Thank I you. I love that. Thank I you. Love that. <laughs> I love that. Like that was it. You got like the big bulky one. You got like the really skinny one. You see Mama as well in in the opening as well. I think that looks fantastic. I mean, Gomberg looks really good as well. Um, 
they showed off the money robots as well, which I thought was cool. Yeah. So we're going to get that. We're going to get Gizmo Duck and stuff like that. I think that's really, really cool. Um, also, I like the fact he was ch- chasing his dime for the whole entire intro, his first ever 10 cents. Yep. And do you think that might be hinting towards that another bad guy might be turning up? Yep. Magic of the spell. <laughs> yeah. Always chasing Scrooge first dime for magical properties. I think that... I reckon they're going to build up to that. I think that's going to be their first series finale. Yeah, she's probably going to show up at the end of the season. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. And if they do, well done. You know? And I'd love the fact as well, at the very end of the intro as well. Um, again, Brad we, crashes the plane! Crash the plane. <laughs> yes! And they actually show the crash plane as well. And I'm like, perfect. I actually do like the fact that a lot of people are making fun uh, fun of the fact that Mrs. Uh, Miss, uh, well, what's her name? Miss uh, Shit. Yeah, Miss Beag- Miss Be- Yeah, Miss Beagley has like a has like a ripped up body now. <laughs> yeah, basically, you can't remember they showed was it when they first showed off Beagley, they showed off her head, and everyone was like, "Okay, what's she gonna look like?" And everyone's like, "Oh my god, she's hench." <laughs> it, 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 have you seen the meme that can be going going around with her already? Say, like, "Do you lift, bro?" <laughs> I can already see so many Bane jokes right now. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a. You wasn't even born when 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 Ducktales was the original Ducktales was made. I was bred and born into it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I I do want to see what their take on Cadbury is because that would be interesting. Yeah, I'm curious about that as well. Um. I mean, I, I really like the updated designs of the characters. I think that I like the Scrooge. They they mix a bit of the original Ducktales design, but stay true to the comic book look of it. Yeah, he has his, he has his red jacket, which is more yeah. more more faithful to the comics than it was to the TV show. Because the TV show yeah. he had the he had the blue jacket in the television show, but he never wore it in the comics. <laughs> yeah. And also, I like the fact that. Donald is wearing the black and uh, the black um, navy outfit because in the comic he did wear a black navy outfit, which I liked it a lot better than the blue, to be quite honest. Yeah. And um, Huey, Dewey, Louie, they got their modern designs. I think that's fine. I think they updated a look, and they all had their unique personalities. I think that's cool. Um, and Wendy, thank God they updated her. I think she's pretty much going to be like they're going to make her like the tomboy slash fangirl. The best way to put it. Yeah, because she was the one of the worst fucking things about the original show. <laughs> if you want to know why, just I think it's like it's in the first season, the third or first second episode with her in. Oh my god, that was I, I couldn't yeah. stand her. I actually they recently showed the movie, the 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 magic lamp one on, on television here, and yeah, I forgot how annoying she was. Yeah. In that. So I'm glad they update her. Do you think? Um, I think you mentioned him already is Buckler do you think he's going to be in it I'm pretty sure he's probably going to show up at the end of the season you think he's going to show up at the end yeah, yeah I, 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 I want to see their take on him personally yeah it'd be uh, wait I, who do you think is going to be the first villain it's probably well then you saw it in the intro it's going to be well, what's his face the I always forget his name Flint Glombo yeah Glombo Flint. yeah yeah, 
I think Glomberg's going to be the first villain we're going to see. Uh, Glomberg, in the show. And, Glomberg and Mob, Mob Eagle are probably the two main main antagonists of the first season. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to see Glomberg first, and then after when they we've seen him, we're going to see the Beagle Boys. I think that's what, what's going to happen, and then also they got they got a new villain as well. I can't remember his name. But, um, it's like an owl-looking person. Is a parakeet, which I like because yeah. they're actually mixing up the species and not just having them be all fucking ducks. Ducks, yeah. And also, I like that. Was it when he's chasing him as well? He's on. A, was it a Segway, like, like a hoverboard? I'm guessing he's going to be like the Zuckerberg type character. Yeah, I yeah, I can see him being like Zuckerberg, or I can see him like was it? He's basically Donald Duck is the classic adventurer. But to him, he's going to be the Stephen Jobs of the adventuring world with all this high-tech machinery and all this sort of yeah, thing, you know? Yeah. I can see that. And I'm kind of – I was kind of weird. I, like I said, I wasn't a fan of Gizmo Duck being a brown duck as opposed to a white duck in, in, the pre, in, the, in his character design, but – They didn't show off Gizmo Duck, though, in the intro, yeah, so I'm yeah, curious about yeah, that. Yeah, but I love his design. It looks so good. Yeah, the robot the version. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, what do you think we're going to get first? Are we going to get the money robots first or the Gizmo, um, Gizmo Duck first? I'm pretty sure Gizmo Duck's going to appear like later on in the season. I don't think that they would have. Yeah. He's too much of a popular character to throw him in like early in the show. Yeah. And do you think they're going to show off the money bin? Because in the intro, we have him, like, was it diving into the money and swimming through it and stuff like that? Do you think we're going to see the giant money bin? Well, yeah, we're going to see the tower. We're going to see the money bin. We're going to see all that shit. Yeah. Oh, my. I, I'm really, really hyped for this. And, and you know the first episode they're airing on 1st of August as well? It's going to be, was it, like an over-hour-long special? Yeah, so they're going to air it like an, a special, which basically means, like, the first three episodes of the season sliced together in, like, a movie format. That's cool. Yeah, I'm so, happy with that. So yeah, like when they say special, they just mean like the first three episodes sliced together in a movie format. So like what they did with uh, was it Buzz Lightyear Star Command? Yeah, and weirdly cool. enough, actually, a bit interesting bit of trivia that um, Tim Allen actually did not come back for that. Yeah, originally, that's weird. Uh, originally, uh, I'm I'm going on a tangent here, but but I just want to point this out. Um. Originally, Patrick Warburton recorded all his lines for that for that series, for the for the pilot. Yeah. And then Tim and then Tim Allen was available, and then he dubbed over his lines, which is weird because you think it was all because if you watch the show as a kid and you saw the individual pilot episode, which was you know the the movie cut up into three parts, you would assume Warburton dubbed over dubbed over dubbed over uh, Tim uh, Tim Allen. But he yeah. didn't. It was the other way around. Interesting. Now, now you reminded me about that. I remember reading about it. Kofani for the DVD movie. If you buy the DVD version of of that of that um, of that movie of that opening, um, Tin Allen is the one who did it. But if you watch the TV version of it on television, it's not Tin Allen in in the TV in the TV one. Yeah, that's it's bizarre. It's really really bizarre. Because I did not know this until recently. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, but, uh, I know no, you mentioned it. Remember yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it's really hype for this. Is is it August yet? Come on, I want to watch this now. <laughs> you still got two months, mate. You still got was it like two months? <laughs> yeah. You still got like two months. <laughs> oh, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I'm really happy with it. I'm you're happy with it. I'm. 
I'm looking forward to it. I really want this show to exceed. I want, I think this is going to fill, if it does do well, I think this is going to fill the void on the Disney Channel, what Gravity, when Gravity Falls left, you know, because a lot of people love Gravity Falls. I think that's going to fill that void, you know? I I want this to to succeed because I want Disney to go back to making cartoons on a regular basis. Yeah. Because they oh, focus, because yeah, def- they focus way too much on their live action shit, and it just annoys me. And I'm like, come on. Yeah. I mean, I do like the fact that Disney XD is showing a lot more cartoons than you know live action shit, but at the same time, it's like we need more of this, you know. Yeah, because we were talking about this. So if this does well, I hope the god they do Darkwing Duck, or oh, at least have him turn up in Ducktales. God, that'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. It'd be cool if they can do it. It, it. You know, it'd be cool to see that happen because, like, everyone loves Darkwing Duck. Everyone loves that character. And he originally, uh, you told me, he originally made a cameo. He originally turned, he was in, you know, DuckTales to begin yeah. with in the first place as a small cameo. And it'd be cool. It'd be cool if he's there. You, you know, even if he's just there for one episode, you know. I want him to be there, but only on one condition. Jim Cummings what? has to come back and voice him. Oh, please. Because I, I will not have anyone else voice Darkwing other than Jim Cummings. No. Oh. No. If, no. <laughs> again, if he does come back, Jim Cummings does do the voice and he does do everything like that. Or even before you see him, I just want him to say the first line. I'm a terror that flaps in the night. Because <laughs> I love Darkwing Duck, and I... Yeah. Man, that show is so good. Basically, if he does appear in the new show, basically, I'll sort of speak to Adora the, the next following week, where, hey, mate, you all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just getting over it. Yeah, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, man, it's cool. <laughs> and I'm gonna... Yeah, and, and, I'm, like, and I'm gonna... So... And just a heads up, guys, we're going to try our best to keep up with all the DuckTales news, so it's going to be like a recurring segment. I'm sorry. I love yeah, this show will. too much. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it probably will end up being recurring, because like, for those who have been listening for, this, for the last couple of weeks, we were covering Simon Samurai like Jack religiously every single week, and this probably will end up replacing that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> More than likely. Uh so, you know what to do, guys. Get to memeing. Get to memeing now! <laughs> I want to meme. <laughs> uh, but, with that being said, thanks for listening, you guys. Yeah. 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 So, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.